Um, so today, I today we will be talking about leadership. Um, I have a special guest. He is an amazing leader, and um, we served together in ministry since 2017. Um, and like I said, he's an amazing leader, and I will give him the floor to introduce himself and tell us um, his different roles in leadership. So go ahead, Nick. The floor is yours. Hey, Kat. It's a pleasure to be a guest. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, my name I uh, thank you for the kind words from Kat saying I'm uh, an amazing leader. Uh, I'm a part of a college ministry called A-Life where Kat and I are both involved in. I'm also a, a leader of another ministry at my mom's church and my own ministry called Lift, a young adult ministry in central New Jersey. I'm also a school teacher, so I lead in the classroom. I teach pre-K through fifth grade. I'm an art teacher, and I'm also a husband. So I'm a leader uh, in my family as well. So I guess I have uh, many hats, you can say. Yes, that is true. And you forgot to add that he is assumed to be dad. Yay, congrats. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> congrats on that. Oh. Thank you, thank you. So, yeah, like like he said, he does have many, um, he does wear many hats. Um, and, yes, we do serve together um, with amazing A-Life Ministry, um, where we have services at Rutgers, New Brunswick, and then also at Kane University. Um, it's just, it's been an amazing journey thus far. Uh, we've been able to um, pretty much reach souls at, um, on, on the campuses with college students. Um, yeah, it's just been amazing working with the team and Nick and just, you know, bringing amazing things on the campuses. Um, so, yeah, so I recently did a poll on Instagram where I asked people, um, what are three characteristics that you feel a leader should have? Um, so your response was confidence, communication, and honesty. So if you can explain, why did you pick out of all the characteristics, why did, why did those three uh, really stick out to you um, as far as what a leadership possess? Well, I would say confidence because it, this might be a given, but it might not, it might not be, but I don't think anyone wants to lead or follow someone that's indecisive or follow someone who doesn't have confidence in themselves and what they're doing. Um, as a leader, you're usually presenting a plan or a vision, and people want to know that you have confidence in that plan. If you start to show that you're not saying you can't be, and, and honesty is a part of it, it doesn't mean that there aren't parts where uh, you can be honest about yours or your concerns. But if you are trying to have people be on board and hop on, if you look like you're nervous, if you sound like you don't have full confidence in your vision, then why would someone else uh, invest their time and energy into right. it? So that's where I was coming from. Um, the second one was uh, communication. Uh, once again, uh, communic I think as, as a husband, I'm learning that communication is key in all areas of life. Uh, when it comes to leading, you have to be able to articulate to people what your expectations are, um, your boundaries, uh, your goals, uh, uh, your time range, all these things are important um, because one thing I've learned in leadership is that a lot of times you have your own expectations for people that they don't know you have. So mm -hmm. you might assign a role to someone and you might have an idea of how it's supposed to look like. And when that person doesn't do that or fulfill it, sometimes there's a resentment or there's um, 
uh, conflict. Right. And I think even though um, conflict is, can be good, um, communication is part of resolving that conflict. So that's why I think communication is super important. And the last one is honesty. Um, yeah, like you, you just want to be honest. Um, you, you can't lead if you're not being honest about your feelings and about what you want. Uh, kind of go, I think they're all connected to uh, communication and confidence. Um, if you're not being honest about your feelings, okay. if you're not being honest about what you want, um, people will be confused. And right. people will do certain things, um, and, and they won't know where you stand when it comes to certain things. So, yeah, that's why I picked those three. That was, yeah, those three are definitely important. So for me, the three that I picked, I agree with you on confidence, communication, and I guess honesty and trans because I picked transparency. So in a way, I kind of like that kind of goes too as well. So, I mean, like I said, I agree with the confidence. I do believe that as a leader, I mean, if you're going to lead people, you have to have confidence in knowing, you know, because no one wants, like you said, no one wants to lead, follow someone who doesn't even, who's not even confident in their own ability to lead. So if you don't have the confidence in your ability to lead, I mean, nobody's going to want to believe in your vision or believe in where you think that you should lead them to. Um, communication Absolutely. is important because, I mean we have to communicate with each other. You have to be upfront. You have to, to tell people. I mean, you can't just expect people to read your mind on where to go. You have to talk to them. You have to know how to resolve conflict and, and be able to, you know, to handle certain things when it comes to just speaking to people. Um, and transparency, I learned that as a leader, that's important because like even with A-Life and, you know, us, how we interact with A-Lifers, you know, I've seen, I've learned that being transparent, like even in my walk with God and that some of the things that I've gone through, some of the things that he's brought me through, it actually helps when being transparent because then it shows people, you know, what, well, Hey, I can get through this or like, you know, hope well, I can get to this. Point. So I definitely learned that transparency definitely <laughs> is a great uh, characteristic to have as a, as a leader um, when leading people. Um so yeah, so first question, well, second question was, um, do you have a leader that you look up to um, that you feel that has helped you um, be a better leader in a way? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the first that comes to my mind is Sean Tucker. He's our leader at A-Life. Yes. Uh, when I first started getting into ministry and realized it was something that I wanted to pursue. He was one of the people that I reached out to. And he was one of the people, like, he, he's my mentor. Like, I meet with him, we talk, we have conversation. Uh, he brings insight. And, and I try to tell people in any thing in life that you're trying to become better at, you should find and seek a mentor. And Sean's definitely that for me. And then, obviously, I would say my father. My dad has been a huge part of my life. Mm -hmm. He has helped raise me. He showed me what it means to be um a man and and how to lead the family so those are the two first people that come to my mind amazing i definitely have to agree i never met your dad but <laughs> sean is definitely um an amazing leader um for me um the first person that comes to my mind um is someone that i became friends with her name is maria and i worked with her at kane on campus um she technically was like my supervisor um, on campus when I worked on campus and it's just everything that she did she did it with so much like 
class. I'm like poised. I'm like, she led students like it within, because I worked for student government on campus. Um, so I was a program coordinator there and it was my committee and like two other committees that she was pretty much head over. Um, and honestly, like just seeing how she took a lot of the characteristics that everybody put in, like positivity, empathy, helpfulness, ambition, honestly, she possessed a lot of those characteristics. Um, and honestly, she didn't really even look at any one of us any different kind of way. Um, and it just really, honestly, it really, really stuck out to me. I worked with her for like two years. Um, and yeah, she was definitely someone that I felt like through my two years at Kane, I definitely um, looked up to her as a, as a positive a role model um, on campus. So yeah, that was my, my curse and that, that came to mind. I'm, I know I, I have a lot of leaders that I work with or that I served with that are really amazing, but she was the first person that popped in my head. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so um, what is one thing you felt that has changed you for the better since, um, you know, being that you have many different leadership roles, do you feel like there's something that changed you for the better thus far? Like an experience or a decision? Yeah, like an experience, um, something that happened and, and it changed you for the better since being in the roles that you have as a leader. Um, I would just have to say, that's tough. Um, trying to think, it's hard to think of one, but I guess in a generic sense, just anytime I've gone after something and per se made a mistake, or I won't say mistake, but in hindsight, realized that maybe I could have done things differently. Mm -hmm. So for example, when I started doing Lyft, you know, I started doing uh, with my friends, uh, we try to organize it. Uh, we were doing it once a month. And just that process of learning, uh, making some mistakes, um, people leaving because of, you know, moving, stuff like that, uh, those things happening. And at the time, I thought I was ready to be a leader, but I really wasn't. And now in hindsight, I could definitely see what things um, I, I personally didn't, didn't handle correctly. And then I see the things that were just out of my control. So for me, I feel like much more mature because of that situation, mm -hmm. because it was something where I really um, gave 100% to, and I tried my best with it. And even though certain things didn't work out the way that I would have liked it to work out, and even though Lyft isn't exactly where I would want it to be right now, um, I believe that I've learned a lot from that process and from those situations. And I feel whenever those things uh, do come together and in the right timing, um, in God's right timing, I'll be ready for it. Oh, that's amazing. You said something. You was like, um, when you started, um, started Lyft, you realized in some way you wasn't ready to be a leader. You felt like you might not have been ready to be a leader. Um, I definitely understand you because um, when I decided to come aboard, um, well, first I started attending A Life when I was, um, it was like 2014. Um, I had just moved back to New Jersey and I was going to Abundant and I came, you know, I was at service and I, they were kept talking about A Life, A Life. I didn't, I'm like, what is this? So it was retreat, it was almost retreat time. And um, I, I kept hearing him talk about it and then I saw the videos and then I just started, you know, he, I think they had someone, one of the A-lifers come up and talk or, or one of the leaders. Um, and yeah, so I started attending A-life and then I went to the mm -hmm. retreat. 
So, I, you know, I felt like I'm like, okay, I think that I'm going to start out by like volunteering. Like I'm not really going to step up into like an actual like role as a leader. But when I spoke like to Sean, he was like, okay, you know, he gave me application and I was like, wait, I said I wanted to help. Like not, I didn't feel like I, didn't, I was like ready to like jump into a leadership role. But, you know, God has other plans for us, even when we feel like we're not ready for things. And I mean, with that experience in itself, even though I felt like I wasn't ready, in a sense, it kind of was like I needed it because being on a team definitely helped me um, with my spiritual life. Like, honestly, it helped me be more taken more seriously uh, when I realized, like, I'm not just an admin here. Like, I'm actually like people are like I have people that are, that may come to me, even though I might be just checking you in. They still might come to me and ask me for like for prayer, you know, for, for anything. And that definitely, I guess, like slapped me up the head, like, look, Kat, you need to like get yourself together and like, you know, get, get more serious in relation with God. And I definitely felt like that. Like, I was like, I was not ready, honestly, to be a leader. Cause I was looking more in a sense of like, I had all this stuff going on <laughs> and like, I don't think I'm ready to be anybody's leader right now. Um, but yeah, that, that I definitely, um, could see where you you were coming from with that um, by not feeling like you might not have been ready. But even though you feel like Lyft is not go, is not where you want it to be, you guys are doing a great job, and you know you guys oh, are definitely, you. Um, definitely definitely doing a great job. So good 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 work good work. <laughs> um, so do you feel so okay? So do you feel that people when it comes to leadership, do you feel like people some people look more at the reward? of being a leader versus the hard work that goes into being a leader? Absolutely. I think, I mean, I've had to check myself about this on my own because of social media, because mm -hmm. of how things are portrayed. A lot of times people just see the end result of people's uh, years of hard work right. uh, of doing things. Uh, like even regardless of what field it's in, there's a doctor, a pastor, a lawyer, um, a, a house flipper, whatever you want to call it. It right. takes years to get to a certain place. And it takes years of going through some things as well and, and sacrifice and investment. And because of the social media age and w where it's so easy for us to, uh, to see people's uh, positive moments and people not showing the negative side of things or the, the hard working side, we assume um, that it could happen that way for all of us. Right. And for some people, it does. Some people are able to hop into something and certain things line up in a certain way. They, they meet the right people. The, the right doors open up. They say yes in the right perfect time. And, and sometimes things do speed up and happen and you receive success in, in a faster way. But I would argue for most people that that's not the norm. And mm -hmm. it's a, a hard working grind. It's sacrifice. It's humility right. and it's taking time to and, and it's doing something not because of the reward but because you actually love it and you actually have a passion for it um on its own right i definitely agree <laughs> um i feel like um i think people i feel like sometimes when i hear people talk about being a leader or like leadership in general i don't really think they do get sometimes like i don't think not sometimes but i don't think that they get it that 
it takes hard work. It's not just like, okay, I'm going to get up here and just make this plan and then everybody's going to follow me. Like, no, that's, that is it's not as easy as, you know, just putting together a plan and people are going to just follow you. Um, I feel like people, they do look at the reward of it, of just being, of, of being known, of just being, oh, look, you know, she's a big, she, she's a, a big time leader and she has all these followings and they, they kind of look at it like an influencer, like in, influencer have all these followings and it's like, okay, but what are they actually doing? Like, what are, what is, what work are you actually putting behind this role you have? Like, what are you actually doing? And I think people do go to social media and they think they hype it up social media as this big thing like if i'm on social media and i have all these followers then i'm a leader and that's just not the case i mean if you're trying to do it in a positive way i mean but if you're just out here just trying to just do anything i guess um for some people that works but i do do believe that having um putting in hard work that's definitely important um when building up you know just yourself in general too not just looking to lead someone because i mean i think before you even become or consider yourself a leader you have to make sure that you're right with yourself you know like you have to make sure you're right so um but yeah i definitely agree with that um so what has been the most fulfilling in your role as a leader like what has been the most fulfilling moment for you and Either of your either of your uh, roles as a leader. Um, it's a good question. Uh, most fulfilling. Um, I would just think. I won't, I wouldn't say the word fulfilling, but just being able to see, I guess, other people uh, that you're working with or working for. Okay. Oh, I I have one. So. I remember this being a, a big moment for me. So a couple of years ago uh, for Lyft, we put together a faith and creativity and leadership uh, conference. It was like two years ago, we did it, two, three years ago. And, and we put it together, we invited people to come speak. And I had like this vision in my head. And I remember like writing it out, uh, doing research and reading books on it and stuff like that. Um, asking people to make like, you know, like flyers and stuff like that. And I had like this vision in my head and then to actually see it come to pass and seeing something like that I actually happened in real life. I was very like, wow, like this is amazing. Like I thank God for this. And yeah, like, so I remember that moment showing myself that, wow, like I really can do these things. Um, if I put the time and effort, if I have a plan, if I'm not procrastinating, if I'm not waiting for the last minute to do things, I really can create something or put something together um, that can be awesome and people uh, can receive and enjoy. That's good. You said something that, that um, the procrastination. <laughs> I think that is yeah. one thing leaders should not have is <laughs> procrastination. I think everybody suffers with that at some point, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think procrastination a lot of times comes from fear. I, I know for me a lot of times it's fear. It's like, oh, because you're investing um, your time and energy into something. And I know how it feels to invest my time into something and if for not to be received well or for things not to go, not for things not to work out. And it can, it can be frustrating and it can right. be uh, heartbreaking. So I think sometimes, I, not all the time, sometimes it is mm -hmm. uh, la laziness for some people. But yeah. I do think there's a genuine fear of, or if I actually put myself out there, if I actually put the time and energy towards this um, and it fails, 
I'm going to be, you know, hurt by that. So I'd rather just take my time or find something else to do uh, in the meantime. So. That's good. That's good. Um, okay, so I know you probably heard this question before. Um, I've definitely heard it many times. Um, so do you feel leaders are born or made? Um, I've heard many people have give different answers to that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit of both. Right. I think there's certain people that just have that personality that mm-hmm. makes them a leader for the place they are in. So because of the personality in the society that they're currently in that works, but if they were to move somewhere else or maybe go to a different part of the world or, or a different state, it, it might not work out. So right, I think right. some people are just happen to be born in a certain area, a certain region um, that fits their personality, that, that, that allows them to be more of a leader than others. And then I think on the other hand, there's other people who are made. They, they have to learn. They have to go through certain experiences. Um, they, they have to um, maybe take a class. They might have to uh, seek a mentor. Mm-hmm. So um, well, what I will say, though, is that no one becomes a leader by themselves, regardless right. if you're born it or you're made it or however you want to word it. You need other people to be around you. You need to be able to learn from your mistakes and you need to know how you need to be able to take some risk in life. So I think all those things are needed. So if you are born a leader, you still have to go through some things to become a better leader or to become a a different type of leader for a different crowd of people. So I'll, I'll say it's both. Yeah, I agree. Um, pretty much everything you said, because yeah, you can be born with the characteristics of a leader and most, and sometimes, you know, with the, like you said, the personality where you attract people. Um, but I do feel like when it comes to the made portion, it's like, yeah, you have to, how else are you going to learn if you don't go through anything or you don't learn from people or experiences? So I do, yeah, I do feel like it is both. Cause I hear people say they feel like leaders are just born. And I'm just like, well, if you're born, like, what did you learn? If you, you can't just come out a leader, like you still over to being made is just, it's pretty much just learning from experiences and learning from other people. So, I mean, I do feel like it's both because some people are born and I mean, like not, not necessarily just coming out, but you know what I mean? Like they're, they have the character, they may have, they may not have the confidence yet, but they have other qualifications or other characteristics as a leader, but they learn over time to, you know, become confident and then they become a leader. So eventually you're made as a leader because you still have to grow and learn um, about yourself and learn from your experiences and, you know, learn from others. So yes, I'm on both. <laughs> I, I agree with both, both parts. You are born, you can be a born and made leader. So. Um, how, okay. Can I, ask you a, can I ask you a question? If that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how have you think you've grown in the leader in the past like three years, four years? Okay. So for me, um, so my leadership roles, of course, I already said, I serve on the A-Life ministry. Um, I recently um, was working on campus with student government. I was um, their treasurer and I also was a program coordinator there. Um, so between this, those two roles within the past three years, um, I definitely feel as though for me, I definitely, because I always had an issue, I would, well, yeah, I struggle with identity, like really learning like where I fit in and, and how I even see myself. 
So I believe that through my um, leadership on A Life Ministries and also just leading at I, um, at my school um, at Kane, I definitely learned that who the way God sees me is the way that I should see myself. I shouldn't see myself any other way, and that helped me build my confidence in myself to be able to believe that I can actually lead people, like I can actually walk in the leadership position that he put me in. So for me, it definitely was um, the confidence that I struggled with. So for me, I definitely feel like I've grown in that area um, because I do, like, I'm not saying like I'm 100, like I don't have any fears or anything, but from where I was before I stepped into those roles to where I am right now, I definitely um, see the growth in myself. So I definitely would say my confidence has grown um, and really stepping into the you know the role that um that i that i was put that god put me in so yeah my confidence was my was my growth <laughs> awesome awesome to hear I'm, I'm glad to hear that thank you thank you <laughs> um so okay so what would be something that you wished you knew before stepping into leadership um i wish i would know kind of about like identity and kind of knowing that this book is in a three-piece suit, owning, you know, being a CEO and owning a big company and making millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. I'm thing I would, and I'm sure people told me this, but I just didn't listen. But I wish I would have just embraced the idea and the concept that um, leadership is daily. Like leadership is every day. Like you have to lead yourself. Right. If it's your job, if it's on the sports team. If it's uh, in school, right? Like you are a leader because ultimately you're around other people and you're doing things with those people and you have an influence on those people regardless if you like them or not. So I know for me, um, I wish I would have held on to that. And that's so difficult for me because sometimes I don't want to take responsibility for things. But I just want things to be, it is what it is and keep it moving. Let someone deal with it. But I'm learning more and more that every day is a leader and the best people who are leaders are those who know that and uh don't just lead in the office but also lead at home in every sphere of their life that's good that's good um i like what you say you said um leadership is every day um you know i i agree with that because i feel like every day um you have even with like making decisions like doing certain things um a lot of times people don't realize like you're constantly being looked at um not just by people but even by god like when you make certain decisions and you're put in a certain light i mean like even if you're not a leader i mean of course god is looking at every decision you make but when people look up to you rather it's like you are always being looked at so you have to make sure daily that you're you know making decisions um and and even just think keeping yourself in mind and um and when making decisions you have to make sure that you know am i making this decision is this the right decision or is this decision going to be something that a person is going to look at and be like wow um why did he do that or why did she do that you know so i definitely do believe it's like a daily process um and and anyway we're learning every day anyway like we're learning ourselves every day learning life every day every day is a new experience so Yes, leadership is an everyday job. <laughs> um, and um, for me, something that I wish I've known um, besides the whole 
making sure I had my confidence together. Um, definitely was, definitely would be basically making sure that I don't forget about myself. Um, because a lot of times we can be so focused on, you know, who we're leading or who's looking at us or who's following us that we forget that we also have to take care of ourselves because if we don't take care of ourselves, how can we lead other people? Like if we don't pay attention to, you know, hey, is Nick okay? Or oh, is Kat okay? Or oh, is whomever? Is the, are you are you okay? You know, so taking care of yourself. So for me, there was times I had to do therapy sessions because I would be overwhelmed with everything that I had going on. Um, there are times I just had to take a break and, you know, not answer my phone sometimes because I was so like drained. So a lot of times we can get so wrapped up into our roles as leaders that we can tend to forget about ourselves. And I wish I would have known that because I would have from the beginning would have had already set aside self-care days <laughs> because a lot of times I was just like, what, how, how? <laughs> no, no, that makes sense. Like you have to, like that's the part of leaving yourself, you know, having a day for yourself, uh, some time for yourself and like really do that. I know for a lot of people, even for me, uh, I set a, a day for myself or time for myself and I end up doing something else anyway, right? Like I think sometimes we're wired as human beings, especially in this day and age, like keep going, like keep moving. Like you have to be doing something, even if what you're doing is not really that productive, as long as you're doing something. So I know for me, it was, I had to do that too. Uh, I had to set a day for myself. And even when I set that day for myself, I found myself not doing stuff I should have been doing. I was either to being on social media or, you know what I'm saying? Like, or just, you know, I wasn't doing uh, the self, like you said, like the self-reflection or the, the self-healing that I should have been doing during those breaks. So then when the rest of my week would go by, I'd be like, geez, I, I need a break. Right. And all reality, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't take the break I was supposed to to begin with. Right. So. Right. Yeah, self-care is important. And just in general, even if you're not a leader, I say self-care is important because even if you're not leading per se, or some people don't think that they're leading, but they actually are. Um, but self-care in general is important because with everything going on in your personal life and this world and everything, sometimes you just need a break. So I definitely say great to self-care. Um, so, okay, so being in leadership, you know, like I said, we are constantly being looked at do you ever feel the weight of that pressure to be a lot for you sometimes? Um, honestly, uh, see, I don't, um, cause I feel like in the situations I'm in sometimes that I'm not like, the, I guess the, the head honcho a lot of times. So, right. um, like I feel like I'm more assisted in helping other people. Mm -hmm. So I feel like in my lane, I don't really feel the pressure because I feel like the people that I'm under have done a good job of giving, not giving me too much stuff. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right, right. I do like, I do play sometimes as a leader. I am working on this. I do sometimes feel like, like you said about not feeling like you're doing something. Sometimes I get like more pressure of like, oh, I feel like I have to be doing something. Like I have to be throwing uh, an event for lift, or I have to be doing these things to, to know that I'm um, relevant or I'm being productive and I'm not wasting my time. Right. So I guess for me, it's not, 
it's not like a burden of overwhelming because of the work, but more of like a burden of I want to be in the game. Like I don't want to be a spectator. And my fear, because I feel like in the past I've been a spectator for a long time, my fear is that I will look back from now and be like, wow, like I feel like I missed out because I sat on the sidelines. So for me, I feel more of a pressure of I need to be in the game. I need to be taking shots. I need to be doing something. And I'm trying to have the balance of working that out. Mm, that's good. Um, because I I think in a way I'm kind of struggling with that now. Um, you know, because of this COVID-19 and we us had we have been in the house. I mean, soon we're gonna be out, but with us this whole time that we've had to, you know, just be in the house because some of us wasn't working um and we were just at home so just that feeling of going from you know working and being on that that hustle and now it's just like okay i feel like i need to be doing stuff so some days i was feeling like i was trying to find stuff to do um like just to, to feel like i was being busy um with like my business and like with work and stuff so i definitely um can say that that is something too that i've learned um is sometimes it's not always our time to to do things. Like sometimes God really be wanting us to just chill, take take a break. Like this time during quarantine, this was actually people's break, their rest, their hustle and bustle of life and all their roles that they that they're in. So I definitely am starting to learn that whenever I get it done, that's when it's my time to get it done, clearly. I mean, despite I'm not talking about just being lazy, but I'm just saying just in um, not coming out of a sense of, of oh I just I'm lazy today I don't want to do it but not in that sense and I do feel like God has us gives us the passion or the I guess the drive to do it at a certain time because that's the time that he wants us to do it at so that's probably why <laughs> you probably felt that or probably why you probably didn't get those things done because God's just like all right Lyft is gonna have his moment and then you're gonna be planning all these events and you're gonna be like man what happened to all that free time I had? <laughs> no, no, for sure. Like it goes, it goes through waves, and and I think as you grow, like you see a lot of things in hindsight. Mm -hmm. So I definitely remember being like very stressful doing certain things uh, when it comes to a life or lift. But now I look back at it, um, what's on my plate now? I feel like what I had back then was almost like nothing. So mm -hmm. I think like as you grow and as you uh, walking through different doors and you, I guess, elevate, if that's the right word, to different mm -hmm. positions and you get more on your plate. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So uh, what I was stressful about back then, I think is nothing now. And now I have a new stress. And I'm sure like five years from now, I'll look back on 2020 and say, what were you stressed about? That was nothing. So right. yeah, like mm -hmm. I just think it goes in waves and it changes as you grow. That's true, that's true. So we are to our last question about the clothes. <laughs> um, so this question um, is pretty much kind of geared to like what's going on right now in this world. Um, so the question is, what do you think the biggest challenge is that leaders face today? Um, you know, because we know what's going on. A lot of people in the world are really looking up to leaders to like, you know, step up and like, um, be advocates and things like that so what do you think what would you think is the biggest challenge they face today um i would say that's a good question 
I think it because of the world we live in, it's just so many voices. Mm-hmm. I think that's ultimately it's like the competition. Right. Like everyone thinks they're a leader, everyone thinks they're an influencer, everyone thinks they have a platform because of social my lane is work with other people um to do that's what I, that was my I guess one advice for some leaders is to find your specific lane and then to uh take that lane and see how it can help the bigger picture as well. That was good. I was just about to ask you, did you have any last words to share? <laughs> any other words you had to share for Those you? Those are my last those are my last words. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay then. <laughs> well, I would like to leave with this. Um, a great leader possesses a clear vision, is courageous, has integrity, honesty, humility, and clear focus. Great leaders help people reach their goals and have teachable hearts. They are vessels used by God in many capacities. Um, so yes, thank you, Nick, so much for joining me today. Um, it was really great talking with you, really fun to catch up. You know, we haven't seen each other in a while during this quarantine, so it's been a minute. Yes. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so thank you so much for um coming on and sharing your experiences, your your words and, and everything. And I hope that whomever is listening can walk away with, you know, some hope <laughs> and um, definitely um, be able to take something away from this. So thank you, Nick. And thank you everybody for tuning in. And oh, 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 one last thing. One last, sorry, sorry. One last thing. <laughs> My bad. I apologize. I can't, I, I just want to say, I just want to say I'm very proud of you. Um, it's oh. awesome that you're doing this, uh, that you're, you're stepping out and, and you're giving this uh, a go. I think that you, have found something that's your niche. And I just want to encourage you to keep going. Um, I know everyone and their mom has a podcast now, um, but I, I think that you can do something special and unique, and I'll definitely be uh, praying this for you that you uh, don't get discouraged and you keep going, however uh, how, how far God takes you with this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for so much for that encouragement. <laughs> I thank you. I, I greatly appreciate that. And like I said, you're amazing. And it's been great serving with you. And I can't wait to see where life goes in these years. And also your new baby coming. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, to- my, baby, my baby girl. We got, four, we got only a couple of weeks left. So. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to see you yeah. in that. That's going to be a totally new role I'm going to see you in. So that's going to be great. <laughs> well. Absolutely. Thanks again, and thanks for tuning in, everybody, and I will see you next time. Take your lane. Like, take your lane and strive for it and go at it. Um, we're in a world now where I definitely think people are, are looking for a, a voice, and I think it's so difficult to find a voice because a lot of people are speaking about the same things, and they're just repeating themselves. Um, so I, I think what possibly needs to happen is that more leaders need to find their lane and, and speak to that lane and then collaborate with other people that are in different lanes and, and, and work that way. And, and, and that's why I think sometimes, I think, um, like in the church, like, you know, uh, as a Christian, we believe that uh, the body of Christ and that every part of the body has value, but there are different roles. So there's an arm, there's a leg, and, and we all need each other. Um, but you don't necessarily need a leg to do what the arm is doing. 
because you already have arms. And, and you don't need a knee to do what the mouse is doing because right. you already have a knee. So, right? so I, I think as leaders, we need to figure out what part are we in this and work on that and then work with the other people that are, the, are of the different parts and form one cohesive. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I definitely was going to say, I definitely was going to say what you said. Um, well, say play off what you said um, when you said working together. Um, I do agree. I do feel like everyone had, there are many voices and everybody wants to say something. And I think people jump too fast to say something instead of realizing, okay, like you said, what lane do I, what lane should I be in when I'm using my voice? What, you know, like, what should I be, who should I be speaking to and how should I be speaking to them? And everybody wants to make a difference so fast that they don't think about that. And and also unity, like, you know, yes, we have different roles and we play, we, we are in different lanes, but at the same time, that's the point of bringing our lanes together. And, you know, we, we collab, we join together and we fight the great fight, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I definitely believe no. leaders definitely should um, not be so quick, you know, definitely in this time, because this time is a very crucial time. And like, you don't want to be that, that person that just jumps so fast to say something or jump so fast to, to, to initiate whatever. And then it's like, okay, now what, you know, you, you weren't ready. You weren't prepared. So yeah, definitely. No, absolutely. Like, um, even right now, like some people are, called to be the ones that to lead protests or to lead rallies and mm-hmm. some people are called to make the signs right, right? like so, like and then that's okay right and there's, there's nothing wrong with that some people are called uh to financially give some people are called um to have conversations and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that but ultimately we all set the same goal and we should right. all speak the same truth right like just because you-